Hello, and welcome to Sharing the Manual podcast, brought to you by UInsure, where we journey with you to finish well financially. This journey takes you to an intersection of life and money coaching. As we all know, how you live out your life in all areas has lasting effects on your money. Now, it has been said that emotionally connected men and women have better finances. My name is Amy Yu, and if you've seen my last name, you know why I've shortened it. And I will be your host. I am so glad that you've joined us on what is sure to be a memorable adventure. One where no topic is off limits. We understand that all areas of our lives are intertwined. We will talk money, emotions, even emotions around your money. Raising kids, which is sure to be a hoot, as they say the darndest things. Dating, relationships, marriage, grief in so many forms. Whether it's a death, a divorce, an illness, or just your life not turning out how you thought it would. Cause that, my friends, is very real, and I know that firsthand. We will tackle life's epic fails, celebrate the wins, overcome the obstacles, address the mountains and valleys in each other's lives. No rock will go unturned. This podcast is one of real, honest, genuine, humorous conversations where we share stories that are sure to inspire you, encourage, equip, and empower you to live out your best life. Our goal is to build connections, community of belonging, as you, my dear, are not the only one. We are journeying and navigating this life together, and I hope that you're ready to dive right in. Today is episode 21, Limiting Beliefs. You have likely heard lots of buzz about limiting beliefs. Perhaps you've even worked through some of your own with a counselor, a coach, friends, family. There's a great quote, if you believe you can or believe you can't, either way, you're right. What causes our limiting beliefs? They develop at a very early age. This is where they begin. Remember me talking about the four filters through which we see and do life? These filters are relevant and it's time that you understand the filters and how you are viewing life from what you were told. That is the one filter. What you learned is the second. What you experience is the third. And from that, you have a belief, which is your fourth filter or lens in which you do life. So oftentimes, limiting beliefs stem from a negative experience that leaves an impression. Here is a great example of my own limiting belief that I created and manifested in my own life black sheep. I may have been a little bit of a tough teenager, did things the hard way, gave my parents a run for their money while my brother was the golden child. So I still to this day use these terms. I was in Canmore just the other day and I seen a hat that said black sheep. And I turned to my friend and I laughed hysterically. I'm like, hey, you think I need this? (laughs) And we both laughed. But here I am, I am still holding on to that. Now, it doesn't mean that it is true. I formulated this belief system from seeing, hearing, learning, and then my feelings hijacked all rationale and created this story in my head that I wasn't good enough, that I was the black sheep, and that I wouldn't make anything of myself. And my list can go on and on. But here are some examples of other limiting beliefs that I'm not enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough, I always get it wrong, I will fail, bad things always happen to me, I don't deserve success, I'm not going to find Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, things are always harder for me, rich people are greedy, I have ADHD, I have this diagnosis, no one cares about me, I'm invisible, I can't do anything right, money is the root of all evil, I always get rejected, I'm not wanted, not qualified, I don't get a degree, I don't learn like other people, I'm too old, I'm too young, I don't deserve that. I'll be happy when this happens. I need love and approval from others. To be worthwhile or worthy, I must achieve and succeed. My unhappiness is outside of my control. Now, can you hear yourself in any of these sentences? I can and have. 
I always tell my kids, would you speak to your friends the way you speak to yourself? I hope the answer is no. So then ask yourself, why is it that you don't deserve the same kindness and love? Our limiting beliefs, if left unchecked, can sabotage our future. It keeps us stuck and unable to tap into our fullest potential. Sad truth is that we immediately assume that we can't do something before we even consider doing it. I was challenged with this after Bart died. I was paralyzed with fear when it came to a lot of things. I didn't know how to do things on my own. Here's a great example. So I grew up in a home where my dad always drove and my mom was a navigation system. So back then it was a big old Atlas roadmap with the highlighted routes. My belief system from that experience was that you needed two people to travel and being now a single mom, my adventures came to a screeching halt after Bart died. I knew that I wanted more and I wanted better for my kids. I didn't want them to believe that they couldn't do anything in life. So I pulled my big girl panties on and we set off to drive to Ontario from Alberta. And we had a plan to stop in Chicago. But let me tell you, I had some resistance from some family, some from some of my aunts saying, you're going to do that? Is it safe? I don't think you should do that alone. Like you need somebody else with you. We hit every great lake that trip. We dipped our toes in the water and oh my goodness, the t we could tell the tale. It was remarkable, but it didn't go off without a hitch. So my GPS took us underground Chicago. And sure enough, I had four men approach my car. I rolled down my window an inch or two. And this is what they said. Listen, ma'am, this is how this is going to go. You're going to pay us and we will give you directions on how to get out of the underground. Now, to be honest, I don't even know how much money I gave them or even, I didn't even hear their directions. I was honestly shitting my pants, thinking to myself, we are all going to die. What was I thinking? Taking my three kids and trying to travel through the States for three days to visit my family. It ended up okay, as obviously I'm here doing this podcast for you guys, but the fear was real. But did I push through it? Yes. I had to change my limiting belief into an empowering one. And this is perhaps what it can look like for you. So stop limiting your belief and start doing this. If you're saying I'm too old to change careers, that's a limiting belief. Here's an empowering one. At my age, that means I have experience and wisdom. Let's do another one. I will never be successful unless I have a degree. It's time we rephrase that. My success is determined by how hard I work, not my education level. This one was a big one for me because I come up from a different background. I dropped out when I was younger, did it the hard way. Another one, what will others think? We spend so much of our lives living for others. We need to take back control. Here's the empowering thought. What people think of me and what I'm doing is their problem. I'm doing what is right, for me. You have likely heard me say the phrase Glennon Doyle. It's your job to disappoint as many people as you possibly can as long as you don't disappoint yourself. And that is written so beautifully in her book. But let's talk about some common money limiting beliefs. I will never be able to retire. I can't take that time off. I have bills to pay. I'm not worthy of that promotion or a newly available job. This last one is very real for many of us. You've been offered a promotion at your job. You know you can do the job and you like the job. It's a pay increase, which would be amazing. And you could get out of debt faster and you could save for that new car perhaps that you want. Maybe George though in the office is a better fit. Maybe if you're making more money, things will change. Your friend group may get jealous. You're now beginning to think back about the things that you were told as a kid. You just need enough. Money is the root of all evil. Money changes people. Men get promotions. The list is honestly it can be super long, but can you see how you can be stuck in a pattern? 
how you can go around in a hamster wheel with all these old lies that you've believed throughout your life. Changing these is hard and it's no easy task. So how do we recognize when we're doing it? That's a great question. And it often begins with the, I cannot, I am not, I don't have, I have never, and so on. So journaling, I say this almost in every episode, journaling is a great way to formulate your thoughts and to find the root of the limiting belief that you still have that is rearing its head. This is where we really need to, I bring up the R's, recognize it, call it out. What is it? Reflect on it. What's behind it? The root cause. Rebuke it and refuse it. It is not the truth. It is a lie. Reject that thought. Reframe it. Write out an empowering belief that cancels out the lie. Rewire it. Stay curious and ask yourself, what if I'm wrong? What is possible? And how is this belief serving me? Repeat the empowering belief over and over again. And then this repositions you. So why do you think the high five habit went viral? Gotta love Mel Robbins. Many great ways to rewire neurological pathways. Gabby Bernstein's books, YouTube shorts, etc. There's immunity to change by Keegan Alai. So many books that will help you to show some self-love and to demolish old limiting beliefs. But first you have to be a detective and find them. Uncovering them. Looking back to where they, they've hijacked your greatness. Take back your control now that you can give yourself the grace for not being aware of it. I'm reading a book right now called No Bad Parts by Richard Swartz. And it's amazing to think of how complex we are, that we have many parts to us, and that each has a role to play. The current role may not be the original design, but they have had to show up in a different way to keep safe, protect you, shelter you, care for you, and so forth. The work he talks about is getting curious as to why your parts have had to operate the way they do and whether it's serving or hindering you. It's a great read. What I have found helpful is to work through my limiting beliefs with emotional tapping, positive affirmations, prayer, meditation, and of course, mapping it out and journaling. So much of my work stems from being caught in the middle of the storm. So I use that experience to bring you techniques on how to get through it. A financial crisis is big for so many of us. And I've been hit by this a couple of times starting over you know, being widowed and now, you know, going through a divorce, there is a way out. And this book can be the manual of how to work through some of the hard things that we can face when it comes to money and life. I can't wait to release the book I'm writing. Um, it really is going to showcase all these areas that we don't think about when it comes to money. But what do you think of when you hear about limiting beliefs? For me, I refer back to a state of mind or belief about myself that hinders me in some way. These beliefs are often false accusations that we make about ourselves that bring about a negative result. The worst part is that we then seek to validate our false limiting beliefs from the outside world. We do this subconsciously when we seek to find things within our own lives that confirm and solidify what we are believing to be true. We want to validate the lie. We seriously look for proof and we can even create stories. I lived a lot of my life being the misfit, not fitting in, and then fast forward into my 30s going into a corporate setting here I was, Little Miss Farm Girl, mixing in with city folks and fancy letters behind their names. I would often hear, you're not corporate enough, or what letters do you have behind your name? These comments, they stung. My retort was always, well, hell, I'm street smart. <laughs> I've got some real life experience. I appeared to say it confidently, but inside I was hurting and feeling as if I was a fraud, not qualified, the underdog. Imposter syndrome took over my life for a time not smart enough, not good enough. And my list goes on. Let's bring back the filters and the lenses that we keep talking about because 
it's really what we were told and what we learned and what we experienced. And from that, we formulate our belief system. I had to then begin to tell myself that, and guess what? started to show up in my life. Evidence that validates this belief, this lie about myself. So life isn't happening to you. It's responding to you. What you're putting out there is what you're getting back. Whenever something would go wrong, I would begin to think, oh, I'll never be successful or I don't have enough experience. Now here I am wallowing my own self-pity party, but not only was I told that I wasn't smart enough, I learned it because I wasn't able to pick up on material as fast as others. I got some questions wrong on an exam. I would then beat myself up over it trying to be a perfectionist. So top that all off with experience of failing well, then it just solidifies my learnings, right? We look back at those filters, what I was told, what I learned, what I experienced, and now I'm believing it. So then I had to, oh my goodness, sweet soul, tell myself that life wasn't happening to me. It was responding. And that was a slap in the face when I decided to just sit with it. It was a truth bomb. I was creating what I feared the most. I love the saying, what you fear you create, because it's true. Take that catchy phrase with you. And the next time you're in fear, think of a way to change it to be an empowering statement. Some other common limiting beliefs are fear of failure. This one's big, crap. You know, you read it all over the place and in others in my family. And when I was out there for coffee with a gentleman, I asked him, what do you think stops people? He replied, fear of success. I was taken back thinking to myself, well, I've heard of fear of failure, but I haven't heard of fear of success. And it sounds kind of stupid, but sure enough, the whole drive home, which was two hours, I was digesting his comment. Could it be true that we fear success so much that we sabotage our future? So I began some research asking around to get others take on it. Limiting beliefs are stories that we tell ourselves about who and what we are that hold us back from becoming who and what we are truly meant to be. We always circle back to the lenses as that is where the root of the belief system is. There is always a story to uncover, unpack, to break apart the lie and live out your best life. Remember, financial wholeness is when all aspects of your life are working together for your greatest good, your biggest benefit, your richest life. Love what Tiffany says. Ask yourself, what are some limiting beliefs that you were told? Is there something that you learned through interactions with others? What have you experienced that has helped to solidify your believing in your limiting belief? And are you able to recognize your limiting belief or are they still trying to stay disguised? This happens and it's okay. This could be a protector part of you that is not sure if you're ready to work through the story behind the belief yet. I had this for a long time when it came to Bart. I had this for a long time when it came to Bart's passing. Our traumatic event have a way of really overhauling who we are and how we show up. And this is why this work is so amazing and that it's time that the true you that is within you comes to the surface as you are gifted beyond measure. This is so exciting to work through these exercises as I know that what I was able to do for myself to find wholeness, that you'll be able to do it because if I can do it, you can do it. And it will reshape your entire life, one of love, joy, peace, and abundance. So let's talk a little bit about the no believe, do. This work is so important because the head and the heart and your actions work simultaneously and there is a blockage oftentimes and we won't be able to live out our truest versions of ourselves unless we address the block. So often we know in our minds the truth, but we are unable to change our behaviors and that is because it hasn't become heart knowledge yet. That's that blockage that I'm talking about. When we believe something to our core, it is easy to move forward or complete a task. But if there's any hesitation, then we cannot get and often get hijacked and stay stuck. So there's no easy fix to believing something differently than what you have carried for many years, which was a lie. 
but having mantras and reminders, visuals, heck, I even have tattoos. There's songs on my playlist that help me to remember the truth about my value, my purpose, and my future. You're going to need to do the same thing. There's a real enemy out there trying to steal, kill, and destroy your best self. But I'm here to let you know that you are valued, you are worthy, and you are capable, and you will kick ass at this work, and you will reach financial wholeness because you want it bad enough. Be it till you become it. No longer fake it till you make it. I lived a lot of my life with that mantra, fake it till you make it. What the hell was I thinking in that season? But I was merely surviving. I did the best that I could with what I knew, and now that I know better, I can do better. And so can you. So be it till you become it. When you envision the version of the you that you want to be, you are declaring it and you are taking the right steps forward to it. So close your eyes and think about what your ideal future self looks like. I might add, if you're driving, do not close your eyes. I don't know where you're listening to this podcast, but don't close your eyes if you're driving. If you are not driving, then close your eyes and think about what your future self looks like. What does it smell like? What are you wearing? Who's around you? What is the environment like? What's the mood like? Where in your body do you feel it? Are there sensations that are warm or cold? This exercise, I absolutely love stepping forward when I close my eyes as if I'm stepping into a new and improved version of myself. This exercise is great as it shifts your mindset and cancels your limiting beliefs. Judgment cannot live where there is curiosity and where you're imagining your future self, you are staying curious about what the future holds. So be open to receive. Now this exercise, when you first start doing it, sometimes it may seem strange and weird and you may not feel anything. You just may feel stuck and that is okay. There's no right or wrong. If you're feeling stuck, step back and then step forward and say out loud that you are stepping into the best version of your future self. Silence yourself, silence others, right? And just really step in and feel and experience with all your senses as to what the universe may have for you. I know for me, I had to do it a couple times and, and that's good, but you will have a breakthrough. Resistance is real. For me, I would see myself laughing. I see myself on a stage sharing stories, connecting with others on a very intimate level. I was kicked back in my chair and my legs were dangling over the edge. I was wearing my favorite leopard bands and punch of pink lipstick. It was comfortable and calm, but energizing. So after you're done writing down what you've experienced, even if it was something small, or maybe you even just feel, you know, silly writing it down, write it down because something may surprise you. What did you love about it? What are you curious about? Each time it may be different and there's no right or wrong. You're just getting a feel for what your future holds. You're creating and cultivating a space to allow it to come to you and to feel it so you can live into it. This allows the truest version of yourself to surface. You know, we squash it down within us and lots of things are keeping it in there. But when we really work on somatic exercising, tapping exercises to remove our feelings and our traumas, all of a sudden the, the real us is inside of there and, and you, we just want to come to the surface and live that out. And so you will face resistance, but really ask those parts to step aside and trust you and just, just try it. And sure enough, I'm, I'm hoping that you will experience something beautiful that you will discover the lost you that was inside that needs some love to come out. So remember, there's a no believe do, no is head knowledge, belief is your heart, and doing is an action when both the mind and the heart are in alignment. All of this work is about aligning and getting you in tune with the truest version of yourself so you can live out an abundant, fulfilling, significant life. Whole life excellence is a phrase I love to use. Wholeness starts from within and you owe it to yourself 
to begin this journey. And so I'm excited that you were listening and came along with me and I hope to see you again soon. Bye for now. We hope that you guys found this insightful. We encourage you to subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on the new releases that are coming soon. Follow us on social media. Our platforms are LinkedIn and Instagram. Head over to the website and let us know if you wish to share your story, either on the podcast or even in a blog. Our website is youinsureinc.ca. Y-O-U-I-N-S-U-R-E-I-N-C dot C-A. We too have newsletters as we give you our very own family recipes paired with tips and tricks so you can finish well too. Bye for now.